This episode contains adult themes and lots of them. Good day, everyone. We are here in the same room. Yes. We are next to each other. We'll take a photo later to prove. We actually that this won't. Is... So I've thought we about. Won't. No. So I thought about this earlier because I okay. look like shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying um, to. <laughs> and I was thinking, why don't we pretend that, like, we can take a photo later when we like go out in a few days' time <laughs> that we're like looking good, and we'll just put the mic in between us and be like. Look at us record. Like, so now everyone knows yes. that we, it'll be a facade, yes. but we'll, put we'll it do it, it for the gram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to be handsome and lovely. Handsome and lovely. Yeah, um, yeah I'm okay with that. Yeah. But we are we are full. We just ate dinner. So I'm staying with Adam in New York City, and I made us roast lamb. It was delicious. I did have to, um, before recording, like chip away at all my... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had to... I had to um, lamb everywhere in my teeth because I was, was all up chomping, <laughs> we were like gas bagging and I was just like biting off the bone, which <laughs> I do not do, by the way. I it was do. that good that Adam yes. literally went down to getting do. the lamb chop and, and I was eating your, your bones. There we go. Savage. 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 But that's just how good it is. I can do two dishes. Roast lamb is one of them yes. and that's it. Better but, than what I can do. So kudos. Well, thank you very Kudos much. To Take the bow. The Take only bow. thing that I can do, have you have you um, seen the meme or whatever where it was like, um, let's just say you're blowing me and then I like, <laughs> and then you swallow my load and then you will say to me like, kudos to the chef. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that I can do. But I don't like to be sucked off, but. All right, so here we are in New York. I don't know if you can hear the rain. It's raining. It's raining and I'm so yes. happy. I'm so happy it's raining. Uh, and we just came in from Nashers. Yes. From Nashville. And we were very good about, I think there's only one time where we did not take so a let's, local recommendation. let's rewind just in okay. case people don't know the premise of it. And we did switch it up as well. We did. Um, originally, so the concept was a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, who I haven't spoken to for a few months, so I hope he's still listening. Let's he's fix okay. that. Um, he suggested a few months ago that he had a concept of going to a location and, you know, instead of going to the tourist spots, mm -hmm. i.e. when you come to New York, you don't go to Times Square, you don't do the right. Statue of Liberty, you don't do, um, what is a Rockefeller and all those, like, touristy exactly. things. Um where would a local go and where should... What do the locals yes. do when they're not working? Right? right. That's it. So originally what we were going to do, the concept was ask a bunch of people On in one location. Yeah. Um, like a main street, just ask a bunch, get their suggestions and their opinions, and then go out and do it. Where Roz had a greater idea, I was very impressed, where it would be. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wow, good. Really? Uh, He's only just informed me of yeah. this. Um, like, no, I did. I gave you kudos. Um, <laughs> where we would ask one person do their suggestion, and then it was kind of like a trail, a chain reaction. Yes, it's like a choose your a own adventure. Hunt. You choose a path, and then you went to that path, and then what? Then at that location, you would continue on, and so forth, and so forth, and so forth. And it really did send us all the way around fucking Nashville. 
back and forth, back and forth. But we zigzagged through that city quite a bit on the second day. But we'll come to that. Well, I was driving. It was, was all, driving. it was all 10 minute drives. Yes, it was all. Except for one occasion when we went to the lake. Yes. What was hilarious is that we never got suggested downtown. Not one time where Adam and I made to listen to a country music song. Well, not made. <laughs> like, we didn't have a problem with it. I don't know. We I, don't, just, I don't like country music. We just so didn't. Preference for no suggestions. So, that is a quick synopsis as to what we were doing in Nashville. We landed Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we left uh, Monday. Friday night, we were both like... Roz was wine and Xanax up yeah, hard. Yeah, she was. She really was. Really hard. I don't remember much of that second flight. I collected her he, from the airport. She scooped me from the airport. Um, And then we kind of just chilled. We checked into the out. Airbnb, chilled, and then we were ready on the Saturday. Yes, we so slept sh- in a little bit. So should we get into the adventures? Yes, you start off with. You start so off, how, Roz, how did we come to our first recommendation? So I, I always wake up early. It's what I do. Even in New York, I could be in bed at 4, 5 a.m. And I'll be back up at, at 8. I, that's just how I do. Um, so I was up. Roz was still sleeping. So I'm like, what is a boy to do? <laughs> what is a boy to do? When um, left to his own devices. And What is a boy to do, Adam? Speaking of devices, <laughs> you get on Grindr and you reinstall Grindr. Yeah. To check out the local meat selection, yes, right? I agree. What's on offer? Who's around? What do they suggest, and so forth? Now, I can say, I unfortunately for anyone who's listening from Nashville, your gay selection is limited. <laughs> um, and but I at least am confident in saying that because, you know, generally. As an attractive male, mm-hmm. you like to know kind of like what you're going into, right? I feel and, like that's the case for most people, but go on. Um, and well, for me, I like to know if I'm missing out on an opportunity just to get fucked. Um, and because of the premise of the show, we were doubtful that they were going to lead us down to a gay bar. It was possible. Yes. But it was unlikely. So I needed to make sure that I wasn't missing out on that. And I wasn't. Got it. So our story begins on Grinder. Yes. And I was <laughs> speaking to maybe like three people. Really? Only three. Can Only you believe three. it? I know three. In that time that I was sleeping. <laughs> Well, in, <laughs> if it was New York, I swear to you, it would be 30 people, 300 oh God, maybe. so many people. Okay, yes. go on. All um, right. I should show you Grinder in New York and see, like, how many there are in the Okay, the that, could be t- that could be an activity. Okay, um, and so, yes, I was only speaking to three. One was ex-New York, which I thought was quite funny. Okay. Uh, and another one was a regular, uh, not a regular, a, a, a local, local. A local um, he suggested either some deli because he was a Jewish boy, or this um, place which we still don't we quite still under. Keep fucking up how do you spell it? I think it's it's geist or geist or geist. I think it's geist. The spelling is G E I S T. Because I started to think to myself, it's like poltergeist. But, oh but yeah, it is. Yeah, You're right. similar to okay. poltergeist. So that was the recommendation, and we went. We went. We finally, Roz woke up and rallied, and we went there, and we had breakfast. 
We I, had a brunch. I had a life-changing avocado toast. I know that that sounds really dramatic, mm-hmm. but now what they put on my avocado toast, which was honey, put honey on your avocado toast. It was life-changing. Mm-hmm. And our server, mm-hmm. then... Joelle. Joelle, that I called Duelle for quite a <laughs> Which, long time. Is Duelle even a name? I don't know. That's what I <laughs> thought she said. And then I asked her again to make sure that's what I heard, and it was still what I heard. So I continued to call poor Joelle Duelle for the remainder of brunch. It's one of those things that, um, without <laughs> accents, like close enough is good like enough. good enough. <laughs> so. She might have been. She like, entertained it. Yeah. She was very sweet, and she entertained it, and gave us a list. She gave, Joelle gave us a list. Joelle from Geist, 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 whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. She gave us a list of things to do, and that uh, that was what we did next. So, and we wanted to do. Uh, she was kind of like giving us a summary as well that. Um, there's not too much to do outside of drinking, drinking and eating. And so when you were in for it, right? Quick. So then one of her suggestions was just down the road to go to Bicentennial Park and then onwards to the farmers market. Yep. And we we're like, that's great. Perfect you start. Know, walk it up a little we'll bit. We'll keep the car where it was. Um, we'll just walk. Yeah, walk it off. Have a coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the markets, which we did. We did. And Bicentennial Park actually reminded me a little bit of DC where you have the capital at yeah. one end. Am I getting that right? Yes. And then you have the big ornament at the other end. I'm not going to pretend to know what I know what that is called. But besides that, you can see from one stretch of the park to the other, it is at each end is some beautiful... It's a, it's a much smaller version. <laughs> much, thing. much smaller. But it was very beautiful. Like It would, it would lead straight up. And then on the right-hand side, you had the farmer's market, which yeah. is not like a farmer's market. At least if anyone in San Diego is listening where it's like same. once a week somewhere. Same, same. It was every single day of the week same. in this building. Yeah, it was a little yeah. surprising when Permanent farmer's I market. saw it. Yeah. Um, and it it was fine for it was what fine. it was. I think it would actually have been a good idea to go there for a meal. Now that I think about it, because like it seemed that it had like a food court. It had like a food court, so it seemed like it was a good place, and it was near near enough to buildings that you could see like business people going there for lunch and coffee mm-hmm. and things like that. So mm-hmm. I definitely think it might have been worth being there for a meal. But we had just eaten and so my, gotten coffee. So my coffee which was a medium and we love farm city coffee mm-hmm. kudos to them yes it was almost eight dollars it was an eight dollar coffee so <laughs> for a medium for a medium size which would have been what a grande a grande in starbucks because the venti style. is the yeah, big, yeah, yeah. The, the ridiculous it's a grande one. it was and a grande was, in okay. starbucks we just call it a medium which is what it should be called yeah so eight, almost eight dollars, which I was a little like, oh, oh, but, and I kept in theme that when I ordered the flavor, mm-hmm. I asked the server if they were local and what they would drink. Yes, yes. So I kept it on theme, and it was a delicious coffee. It was really nice. We stayed true. We walked through the farmers market for a little while. At one stage, I was almost about to buy a bath bomb because I was super excited. Our Airbnb had a bathtub. But then the gentleman came over and told us there was goat milk in the, mm. in the bath bomb. And I fucking hate anything that is goat related that isn't a live animal. 
Right. So because we love goats, I love goats. We're supporters of I goats. I grew up on a goat farm. For anyone who doesn't know, so which is why you're a little traumatized. Well, yeah, just the, the smell of goat meat, goat cheese, anything goat related is exactly like the animal on the farm, mm. which is stinky. Mm. So no, but no, thank cute. you. They're, they're cute. so cute. They're so Did cute. Did your goats? Um, you know how you? We had kids every spring. And do they do that thing that they like? Just faint. They just run and butt and fall over and run. They're literally like children they're so cute and because we had them we had a small we just kept, we had them to keep the grass down mm-hmm. so they would run around and then every spring we would have new babies like new kids and mm-hmm. because the adult goats were would used to us them? we didn't eat them no okay. we didn't eat them so what happened um, to the mature age goats so dad only kept... wanted to keep females you only ever have one male so uh-huh. the males he would give away and whatever happened to them i cannot say <laughs> okay. with confidence they were not eaten <laughs> right. um but we it was a farm so mm-hmm. farm to table okay right. but we never ate goat i can say strongly goat was never on the table at our house mm-hmm. because it, that meat is pungent mm-hmm. um but either, neither is lamb and i love lamb but you know anyway <laughs> I grew up in a goat farm. There was goat milk in There's the bath a, farm. <laughs> that could be another episode. <laughs> that could be my Rather traumatized. The goat farm. But I'll we'll post a photo of me on the goat farm. But honestly, goat yoga was if you, if I had been a yogi in my like teens, mm-hmm. I could have made a bunch of a fucking goat yoga in my backyard. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. the girl at high school that had goats. Everyone mm-hmm. knew it. Yeah. Yeah. That would have made you popular. I don't think so. <laughs> I was being facetious. <laughs> so <laughs> after that, we did. Go to the capital, which was just like a block away. Yes. Um, we walked the steps, which was nice. It yep. gave us a, I broke a, sweat. a small view of... The view wasn't great. <laughs> it was I'm going to say, view. the view wasn't great. Walking the steps... It was good exercise. For me, yeah, I liked that it was some sort of exercise. Yes, yes. But for anyone listening... You don't need to walk No, the, the view looking up at the Capitol from the Bicentennial Park was far better than taking the steps up to the Capitol and looking back at the park. Mm. And also, I'm just going to mention this. There was this family bringing their, like, stroller down the stairs. And instead of taking the kid, which was, what, two years old and very able to walk down the stairs or be carried, they just, like, down, like, what, a hundred steps? I mean, I didn't have a problem with that. I just thought the kid's brain might have been scrambled a little bit after that many steps <laughs> all the way fucking down. I don't know how that works. I was like, let's take the kid out of the stroller, the pram. The kid let's would have loved them. it. Yeah. They were very mean, pleasant. They were pleasant. They were very pleasant. They were pleasant. And there was a cool skateboard attached to that stroller for yeah, a which second I, child. Which I thought was quite peculiar because they were like, You thought oh, that was peculiar? Yeah, the, because the, they the, didn't have the second child. So oh, if touche. they had... Because by the time that, um, by the time that, because the kid was already in the stroller when there were two. Yeah. So by the time that the second, oh, I get what they were doing. No, what they, I what get What were they it doing? Okay. It was for the kid too. It was for the kid so, in the stroller? So, yes. So <laughs> I thought it was the second one. Revelation. Where... Oh, now I feel incredibly stupid. No, I didn't even know why they had it either. So we're, anyway. No, because then the little one, the new one would be in the stroller and then the and older one would be And then the older kid would be, be riding the skateboard that is attached right. to the pram or stroller. Wow, I can be so dumb. It's okay. We all, we all can. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, well, that was cool. That was a cool <laughs> stroller. Okay, all right. So 
After that, after that, we, we went, needed a drink. We did, we did, and so Joelle's recommendation. Joelle gave us a list of recommendations yeah. and people we should ask for as well, which we never got to meet any of them. So sad. But she said that we should go and get drinks at Rosemary and Beauty Queen, which we have already posted about in mm-hmm. on our IG, which I think was one of my favorite spots. I'm yeah. a huge mid-century decor person. This place was tugging at my heartstrings. And it was gorgeous, not to mention the inside, but the outside had this awesome retro deck that was like faux lawn with picnic tables and a disco ball. Which we spent no time in. We spent no time in, (laughs) but like there wasn't much going on. But at nighttime though, that would be popping. At nighttime, that backyard Mm -hmm. area of Rosemary and Beauty Queen would be bitching. Inside though, it looks like somebody is just a gorgeous, beautiful nineteen like sixties, nineteen fifties living room. We, we spent quite a time there because we were enjoying it, and that's in East East Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, so we're going to talk about East Nashville a lot because it kept coming up throughout the entire weekend. Right, and I think that's where the locals hang out as yes. opposed to downtown where, like, no one wants to go there because there's all, like, just drunken fucks around. Yeah, and tourists. All the bachelor and bachelorette parties. Um, it's kind of like, well, the, the bartender at Chopper Tiki. Mm-hmm. So Chopper is a tiki bar. It's got this huge robot on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, he likened downtown Nashville to the Vegas Strip. So... Which I think that that's a, a little like stretch because like there's no think? well there's nowhere else in the world that's like all the right Vegas let's trip. remove the novelty of the hotels mm. and think about the people who frequent the Vegas Strip I think that is a fair comparison I mean there's like families that do the Strip and then there's people like me that listen you don't to the think strip. there are families downtown at the well we'll never know because we, we'll never know because <laughs> we Game, didn't go get a giveaway what are the spoiler alert we never ended up yeah, in downtown no, no we no. didn't um so we did rosemary and beauty queen and then we checked out this little like shop alley which was kind of a letdown it was in five points it was just actually most of the shops that we encountered the stores correct me if i'm wrong most of the stores that were like thrift shops or gift stores uh, I thought were overrated. As, a, as an avid thrift shopper, I was not impressed by Nashville's thrift shop scene. I went to pick up, um, it was the Dire Straits Brothers in Arms record was in a thrift shop in another neighborhood that we were in. They wanted thirty, no, $55 yeah, for the second hand record. I bought it online, brand new, for like 20 Mm-hmm. It wasn't course, worn, that's why. It wasn't worn. Right. And there are some albums that I will buy secondhand because I want them to... I like the idea that somebody else has listened to these records. Mm. And so it's kind of like a story that's been passed on. It's like, mm. I love this record. Now you can listen to this mm. record. But, but you have to pay $55 to... 55 is a lot. But yeah. maybe it's just a band. But anyway, so... We went to some stores. Some stores. After some bars. Some drinks, and then after that, as Roz mentioned, we went to this chopper establishment Mm -hmm. which um is a tiki bar um it had some really cool um aesthetics it was cute like the bathrooms the bathroom game in nashville east village yeah top notch yeah beautiful bathrooms yeah i'm gonna put that out there yes gorgeous bathrooms and i would always have to tell roz that (laughs) when i was going to use the bathroom that 
it was going to be a little bit longer because I would need to take my selfies, selfies yeah. in there because the lighting was always good and the, the decor, aesthetics, the and, decor yeah. were beautiful, yeah. like just gorgeous. But the tiki cups, because it was Halloween, mm-hmm. they had some really cool cocktails and the the glassware was yes. really like fun because it was, it was like super Frankenstein, fun. the Exorcist, yes, there Dracula. were there weren't just like one theme. It was all like spooky kind of themed for Halloween. Yes, and, but the thing is, each cocktail glass was specific to a cocktail. So if I wanted to drink out of the Exorcist glass, I had to have the the drink that was in it. Well, I feel like, and I wasn't thrilled weird. because I really wanted to drink out of the Exorcist glass. Just putting it out there. I feel like that's how the tiki. That's how tiki places work. Okay. Well, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> but then allegedly... How many, now I'm curious. How many tiki places do you go to? I've been to two. There used to be a really And they all operate one. the same way. You are right. Yeah. There's a, there used to be a really popular one. I just one think they should the be operating differently. Yeah. That you can request the drink in the different cups. Yeah. You can pick whatever drink you want. I mean, they in didn't... The cup. Yeah. Nobody else is drinking out of those cups. What does it matter if there's 12 and now there's 11? Anyway... At the front of Chopper, there was a taco truck, which allegedly, allegedly attracts famous celebrity chefs when they come to Nashville. Mm-hmm. So we tried it. We weren't... What was it called? Tell it was us. called Maiz de la Vida. So M-A-I-Z... I, I, I just didn't want to say it. D-E-L-A Vida, V-I-D-A. Their avocado taco was fucking bomb. Yeah, good. We found the birria... The corn. Adam had the corn. Corn. And then the birria, ta- the birria taco was a little greasy. A little greasy. It was super greasy. It wasn't like yeah. a little bit greasy. It was super greasy. Super greasy. And like you were meant to dunk it in beef. In beef the beef broth. Broth. Yes. Which was like really. Beefy. Which added to the. Beef. Yeah. <laughs> it was beef on beef. Uh, and as somebody who doesn't eat meat regularly because I try to keep vegan, it was a lot for us. But I, I persevered. I removed half the meat from so the taco. So I love meat and, and he still found it, it was still a little like it was a little whoa but the avocado one was phenomenal yeah it was great. it was just great. there it was just simple and amazing and loved it and the corn the corn was great corn was so. good all right so while we were at chopper <laughs> yes we had decided we need more direction yes new we, person's recommendation we have gone on and on we probably did joelle's suggestions a little bit too much but whatever um, so we were chatting. This was the turning point. This was when we we're like, okay, now let's ask somebody else. Let's do it. And he suggested a fine establishment, mm-hmm. um, called the Crying Wolf. Yes. Um, I love your notes here. My little typo. Like, you know yeah. what? How about you just leave my typos alone? All right. Just cause you can point at the screen. All right. Fix, <laughs> no. There we go. So the Crying Wolf, which was when you, we drove up to it. Yeah. It was in the Guys, middle of nowhere. Felt like we were. It was in, just like in a warehouse. It was a warehouse. From yeah. the outside, it was a warehouse. You've probably seen it in our videos on the gram if you've been looking. Um, but the minute you open that damn door, it's just like aesthetics and joy and beauty to the nines. Like the wallpaper as you walk in, oh. and then the DJ booth that I was just enthralled and staring at because it was mm-hmm. some kind of like light show going inside the DJ booth. But it had like antlers and. A long dark wood bar and it was just we were there when it was super quiet so you know it wasn't 
the most happening spot, but I could see that spot. But I also being think super that that happening. added to the appeal. I did. It like, was like a really big, nice dive bar. It was just like a really chill, like grungy. Yep. You know, down to earth. Like when I first went in, mm. um, the ma- the owner, I think he's the owner. He was playing pool, and like he's got face tattoos. And I was a little like, oh, let's see how this goes with like, a little <laughs> faggot, this little Australian faggot coming from New York, got rocking in with this, like, all of the stuff we're wearing, like, heavy metal t-shirts. Right, and I'm like, come in and I'm matching white, weren't ma- meant to be yeah. matching white t-shirts, but we looked a little matchy. Yeah, and we were like, hey, hey. Hi. Like, and they were <laughs> extremely friendly, like, overly friendly. So friendly, so down to earth, and Lee... Shout out to Lee, the bartender, who just was like chatting to us all the time, gave us a huge list of recommendations of things to do on day two. Um, now, it wasn't Lee, though, who recommended the lake, right? It was the bartender at Chopper who recommended that we go to the lake. Yeah. That was so, so at Chopper, so let's go back to like the Chopper Tiki Bar. We did start asking the bartenders what they like to do because we were running out of things on Joel's list. And so when we got, he, the Chopper Tiki Bar, bartender he recommended crying wolf Mm -hmm. and also recommended our day two activity which we'll get to but the crying wolf i really liked it i think that if we had been there all night it could have been a really raging night but like we were for two people who don't drink too much i don't drink as much anymore it was very difficult to maintain energy levels when we were trading off who had this cocktail it was like Adam would take one at one bar, then I would take the next one, then we would share one. Mm-hmm. And when you're just drinking so slowly, you don't and ever also, get I was that. Driving. And you were driving. You don't get that push up, that amp up when you're just drinking so slowly. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to like, I'm not going to lie. I was an old granny. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting tired. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to drink another drink. I don't want another cocktail. So that being said, though, we I really loved Crying Wolf. I was a big fan. The bathrooms as well had some excellent messages on the walls so i was a huge fan of that um and then we did keep going we did have two more bars after that so crying wolf sent us to the fox yeah and the the fox yeah so we went because that was still back in the in, car we're getting a different yeah. neighborhood now we'll well we're still in east nashville we were mm-hmm. chopper tiki and yeah all of this crying is, wolf were in east nashville all of this all i trust this. adam because i was like which neighborhood are we in now the whole time all of this i made sure that it was kind of like uh <laughs> in the same area so that the next day we could kind of venture outside of it because i didn't want to really go back bing, to east nashville yeah, big, but we did a lot that bong. first day um so we went to the fox there was a waiting a short wait um for the fox mm-hmm. so we went to another place that was recommended which was mickey's. next door mickey's was uh, super dive bar with a jukebox dive bar jukebox delightful we ordered a cider our reservation was like literally ready within the minute of us cracking the can of the cider (laughs) so we had to scull it which you americans would say chug Mm -hmm. um went to the fox and it's tiny it's really intimate i would say intimate it had beautiful again with the mid-century decor it had a lot of like leather booths in the back like three main ones and then the middle of the bar had like arched arched like there were like wooden pylons in the middle then they would arch into the next one 
and there were high tops through the middle, and then mm-hmm. there was the bar. Yeah. And that was it. And that was, I mean, maybe 15, 20 feet long. I'm not great with feet, so I don't know. It wouldn't have been much bigger than this space. Which the listeners can <laughs> see. But now you know, my allegedly my apartment is, what, 15 feet tall? So thank you for everyone listening. I, That's why I said I this always, space. I always, they didn't know we were in your apartment like, until uh, you said, oh, like okay. my apartment. Okay. I was trying to be, okay. like, elusive. All right. So, it was an intimate space, and... The cocktails were great. The cocktails were great, and they had, like, a plethora of cocktails that you Mm -hmm. could drink. And it does make me sad that I don't drink anymore, and I was driving, because I would have gone... Gone to town. Yeah, I would have had at least three to four different cocktails. Yes, and that was the IG poll that we put up with the two cocktails that we had already started drinking, where Mm -hmm. most people actually thought the coffee, the espresso martini was mine. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, we've said in episodes, Adam doesn't drink. And I don't drink coffee. Right, so it was kind of a ploy, but that was Adam's cocktail, because that is his drink when he does want to... Something fancy, right? You love a good espresso martini. Not um, all the time, but you want a good one. Yeah, I think that an espresso martini comes from a sh- from Melbourne, our mm. hometown, where you coffee. need to have an actual coffee baristering machine to make a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a dime a dozen in Melbourne, where in the city of New York, at least... Not many. They do like instant coffees, you know. Not the same. It's not a barista. So when there is an espresso martini on the menu, I do like to sample it. There is a great one in New York, Nyoko, down the road in East Village. Best espresso martinis going around. Maybe we should do that. Um, So I did want to sample it. It was very... um, It was sweet. Well, they're always sweet. I'm not an espresso martini connoisseur, so I don't um, know. It was very dense. Oh, it had like a layer of foam, like a cappuccino. It was on very dense. Yeah, it was. It was very a good dense. inch, two inches of cappuccino foam yeah. on top. Yeah. Um, I had a great drink, which was a like a cocktail, but it was a, a mocktail, and it was rosemary and rosemary and sage syrup mm-hmm. with tonic water. So it was meant to mimic a gin and tonic, mm-hmm. and then it had a few pickles in there, and it was fucking delicious. It was so good, it actually. Was so I was good. like regretting my decision. Yeah. Um, because. It was more pickly. It was pickly, than and I do not like other flavor. Yeah, and I don't like pickles in my drink. I think pickle bags are disgusting. Oh, I, I love, love pickles, but I don't like pickle uh, juice. Uh, so I was I surprised when juice. she put those pickles in that glass. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh, I'm fuck. gonna eat some pickles now. I'm He's gonna, gonna open dry pickles. Yeah. But when they put those pickles in my glass, I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna have to end up drinking this because I don't really like. It was pickles. so good. Pickles. Um. Yeah, and then we left because we were kind of just, honestly, like I said before, we were tired of, like, not really being able to peek because no, we had no to drive had around. No one a gay bar, so I was like, I'm out. Yeah, it was, our, my energy <laughs> levels were burning out. They were burning out. I'm so out. that was the end of our day. We went back to our home. Mm-hmm. Back to our home. The Airbnb. The Airbnb. Now, our Airbnb, the neighborhood was on the, Adam had looked up a list of places we shouldn't stay. <laughs> It wasn't shouldn't stay. It was, it was unsafe top, neighborhoods in It was Nashville. the top 10 most dangerous neighborhoods. Right. So our Airbnb was listed on Airbnb as being Germantown, which is like a happening new up and coming place. Mm-hmm. And we weren't really in Germantown. We were on the outskirts of Germantown. Um, but I think the worst 
The bed, Airbnb itself, the room was great. The bed was comfortable. The bathroom mm. was big. We had every amenity that we needed. Yeah. But the thermostat, mm. the thermostat was shared for the entire fucking house. And the house had probably, what, maybe four or five Airbnb rooms individually listed. Six. six Airbnb bedrooms individually mm-hmm. listed in this house with one thermostat in the hallway. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, if anybody who's ever been in an office setting where you're arguing over the thermostat, it was like that, but it was worse because you lived in there and it was sleeping <laughs> quarters. And so Adam and I would, like, go out there and try to make it a comfortable living temperature. Mm-hmm. And we put it at, like... 72 or 73 and we'll do we'll do a poll about this because i feel like i'd love to know what everyone deems comfortable but we put it at about 73 or 74 i think the first night but like it, it no that first so we put it on like it was still quite low it was still like 72 but on heat on heat right which Not, technically though the, the point is it maintains the temperature right right so we did it 72, and we put it on heat, though. So there was no sound, because pretty much it was just maintaining whatever current temperature it was. People came back early in the morning and bumped that thing down into the mid-60s and threw it to cool mm-hmm. and froze it us out. It was fucking freezing. It was so horrible. Who? Why is that a comfortable temperature? How? <laughs> Who wants to live in those conditions? Americans. I'm going to say, yeah. I, I've never understood that. Americans, if you're listening, I know we've got some listeners out there. Why do you feel the need to freeze yourself out in your own living space? Why do you not want to maintain a comfortable living temperature? They like to be snug, but I would like that to wasn't be... snug. That wasn't I like, snug. I run like really hot anyway, so I it just was like not fresh work air. I like fresh air. We tried to have fresh air. We ended up with wasps in our room. <laughs> so we tried, everybody. We tried. So day two, we wake up. <laughs> We're waking up. And our Airbnb host had recommended Pancake Pantry uh-huh. as a breakfast option. She mm-hmm. made, made two recommendations, mm-hmm. Pancake Pantry and Sky Blue Cafe. We went to Pancake Pantry because it was a new part of town. So we're like, cool, we'll go check mm-hmm. it out. We it got near, there. It was near the college. What was it called again? Uh, Hillsborough? Hillsborough? No, it was Vanderbilt. Van- it was near Vanderbilt College, but yeah. I think the neighborhood was called Hillsborough. Okay. I think. So we get there, and the line... The line for this restaurant was not only like three to four people wide, but it was like 40 people deep. It Mm -hmm. wrapped around the building and I was hungry and I did not want to wait in that line. Neither did Adam. So we walked around, found a place. It was... Yeah, we had to improvise. We had to improvise. It was okay. It was a lot. There was a lot going on. I'm the fussy breakfast person because I don't like eggs. So for me, a lot of breakfasts are like out of the mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Um, but that place, I had all day lunch. So that was good. It was perfect for us because I can order up the lunch menu. Mm-hmm. We did that. And then we went off to Radna Lake, mm-hmm. which was only like 20 minutes out of town. Um, it's a small lake. Yeah, it's a small lake. Small lake. We walked around it in less than an hour. It was about an, it was about an hour to walk around it. Mm-hmm. And it was great. There was a visitor center, bathrooms, parking, all that kind of stuff. And you can do an easy walk or you can make the walk more difficult because there are tracks that go up off the main like mm-hmm. one to go up into the little hills. So it was really a choose your own adventure. It was very easy. Super casual, super flat, walked around the lake. It was beautiful because it was fall. And at least it was just was nice to do something just to use our legs after having like sat a lot the previous day and yeah. also the traveling day. And for me, I, like, didn't have a gym, so I mm. needed to kind of throw in some 
extra activities there yeah. that it wasn't just like drinking drinking and drinking exactly and since we're not massive drinkers i'm like when when the guy at chapatiki recommended outdoor activity i was thrilled mm. i was thrilled and there were other, a few other things that were recommended to us we just didn't have the appropriate clothing um so if you do end up at in nashville there are a bunch of waterfalls mm. we'll put it in a post we didn't go to them but they're gorgeous like if we had the appropriate wet weather footwear and hiking stuff like it's not just an easy walk to get to the waterfall and come back we do not have the appropriate items well to i do think these. we were more like paranoid because we were both wearing bright white sneakers thanks for giving us away i was trying to make it sound like that we just didn't pack for hiking but we, well, we, didn't, right. we didn't really we yeah. had white sneakers and uh i didn't want to get them dirty I didn't want to get mine dirty either because like <laughs> so we opted for the easy walk around Radnor Lake. But that's what's like good about what we were doing is that no one would consider hiking or going to waterfalls when in Nashville. Nashville. No. So you know we weren't to know. And the I loved this, but as we started driving out of the city, the houses out this way, I am obsessed. The houses were mansions like the blocks of land i can't even begin to explain because i don't understand american units of measurement um but they were just beautiful like these houses were just enormous and these front gardens like the house was so set was set so far back just beautiful so the drive out to ride in the lake was beautiful riding the lake mm. was beautiful and it's only 20 minutes out of the city and it was one hour to do the whole lake yeah easy. it was so easy. easy get out do that and then we came back came back to freshen up. That's right. We came back to the house, to Airbnb, so I could shower, freshen up. Freshen up, and then get going again. And then we reverted back to Joelle's list, because Joelle at Geist, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> slash, mm-hmm. slash, slash, uh, had recommended we try 12 South. Now. Which is an area. It's an area. It's a neighborhood. Yes. It's a neighborhood. It's yes. like saying, if we're in New York, it's like saying going to Brooklyn versus going to East Village versus going to... Right. Brooklyn's a little bit bigger, but right. well, it would be like saying it's Di- Williamsburg. Yeah, or if we're in San Diego, it's like saying we're going to North Park versus downtown versus Little Italy versus PB. You know, it's a different neighborhood uh, with a different vibe entirely. So we did, except that I was putting the directions in and I put in the wrong directions. Well, you put in, yeah, 12th Avenue, I think And I was like, put in 12th South onto the, onto the GPS, which I did, <laughs> yeah. but I put on 12th Avenue South which took us to an area called The Gulch, which is downtown. And it reminded me of Beverly Hills. It reminded me of a smaller version of Beverly Hills. It was very ritzy, had nice lampposts. It was downtown. It was really, really, really well manicured, um, but it was really pretty. It was pretty, but we didn't spend much time there because we realized we were in the wrong place. Yeah, in the car. Back out. in the car. Yeah, back in the car. <laughs> back in the car to the 12 South neighborhood not yes. 12th Avenue mm-hmm. South. Yes. Which was, what, another 15 minutes away. It was no, it was not close. They were not the same. I think it was another 10. I don't think we ever, except for the lake, I don't think we ever drove more than 15 minutes. No, everything, it sounds like we were bouncing around, which we a little bit, we did a little bit, but everything was close. Yeah, 10 minutes, 10 And minutes. I'm glad we had a, a car, because same. that would have been absolutely obnoxious with an Airbnb. Well, that's why we did. With a, a rental. That's I mean, why without we a did rental. the car. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to take kudos for the car because you were on the fence about it. To be honest, I didn't know much about the trip and I was like always busy. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, just tell me what needs to be done. 
And you did it. You took direction very well. And it was done. So we... Arrive went, at 12 South. Went to 12 South. We are like, all right, what's down there? There's one stretch. Tiny stretch. Um, I went to get a coffee to just get some energy. It was gross. Just really like shit. We should have known, like, we were in front of two coffee shops. And one of them was Portland something. And the well, other one was White Bison. Exactly. That's why. So I picked White Bison because the Portland one was like, well, we're not going to Portland Brewers because we're in Nashville. Right. So he picked White Bison purposefully because right. it wasn't a Portland option. You know, it wasn't an out-of-town option. Right. But this place, I mean, Adam's Coffee, he'll tell you about that. But even the bathrooms were disgusting and the vibe in there was off. And we were hoping to get a recommendation. We were hoping that the whole point of <laughs> right. buying a coffee, not just because Adam needed one, but it would lead to our next local nose, yeah. our, our Ask a Locals piece for the day, uh, which it did not. No, I didn't trust anything that was going on in there. No. I didn't like it. didn't like anything about it. So, Soz, no. White Bison. Sorry. Apologies we don't rate for it. that. Yes. Yeah, no rate there. But, like, a few, maybe a block down the road, there, there was, was a, a pumpkin. So cute. It's fall around town. So we waltzed around the pumpkin patch a little bit. Took some pics. Took some pics. And then we made some friends. Mm-hmm. Made some friends. Shout out to... Okay, so it's Meg, Liz, and then I want to say there was a Hannah as yes, well. Hannah. And so shout out to them because they provided our recommendation to go to the Frosty Monkey. Mm-hmm. Which was just down the road, so it was yep. easy. Yep. Um, it was like late anyway. By this stage, it was about 3 p.m. It was. And this was the post that we did where we were trying to intentionally confuse you because Adam had ordered a second breakfast and a mm-hmm. coffee. Yep. I had ordered a cheese board and a glass of wine. So you really... It could have been any time of the day, guys. And that's what we were having. And it was... I was stoked with my cheese board. Adam was good with his breakfast. Frosty Monkey, like, the vibe was good. The server was really nice. Server told us... Mm-hmm. Server was, like, underage, so she couldn't recommend us to do anything drinking, which was great, mm-hmm. because we did not want to end up drinking again. Um, and then we just walked around town, and that's where, really, we decided we didn't like the gift shops and thrift shops. <laughs> I mean, it was just was another little... street for me. It was very touristy, right? You decided that yeah. it was it was super touristy and just wasn't... Would not recommend. I wouldn't recommend the 12 South area. It was too touristy. Yeah. That's it. it it's not even like fun touristy. It's like it was, old people. It was, a neighbor, it was a neighborhood and there were bars. So maybe if you lived locally, you'd probably go to like your favorite bar would be there. And that's totally cool. But I don't see why you would recommend a tourist to go there. Like I was trying to align why... Someone would leave downtown who's come to Nashville for country music yeah. and shenanigans. Why they would be told to go to 12 South. Yeah, no That's same. what I was trying to line up. If anybody has the answer, I'd love to know because I'm still... Don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, like, no, why? same. Well, maybe we should ask our friends because they were yes, there. Yes, we can ask. Yes, Meg was in Hannah like, why did you come to 12 South? Right. Because they were downtown. So we went, we walked down the street. We did it without, as our server at Frosty Monkey had recommended. Mm-hmm. And we walked down the street and we found a park. Mm-hmm. And we found some old shacks, some houses, some decrepit buildings that were falling apart, which mm-hmm. Adam and I both love walking in a park. So we were very happy to do that. <laughs> so that was great. Took some photos of those houses because I think it'll be fun to try and confuse some people. I actually texted it to a friend who is a massive horror film buff and asked him, 
what movie, what famous 80s horror films this Shaq was in, and he was, like, trying to work it out for a good hour. And I was just fucking with him. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, it was worth it. It was so fun to see him try to guess the movie. Um, but, yeah, so that's what we did. And then we found a gift store. We found a gift store, which was cute. I purchased something there. Mm. And then they recommended a local Lebanese West restaurant where we just kind of, like, took a moment to gather our thoughts. And I had another glass of wine. And then we... Oh, somebody wrecked our server. No, the women in the gift shop mm-hmm. recommended two bars that were formally recommended to us by other people we had asked that we had not yet gone to. Okay, because mm-hmm. it was a different area. Different area. So Bastian, <laughs> I call it Bastian, but it's Bastion. <laughs> Bastion. Bastion. And another bar called Flamingo. Mm-hmm. So these ones came up regularly in recommendations. Mm-hmm. We just hadn't gone to them yet. Um, again, because just everything was to do with drinking and eating. So, which doesn't sound terrible, but as somebody who's not a big drinker and I'm kind of on a diet, they were both a little bit like, oh, this is not part of my life plan right now. So, we, Flamingo was closed. So you said. Because actually it looked awesome. If you look it up, Flamingo Nashville, the, it looks really rad. It's like a whole warehouse, two-story thing with like, Decking. It looked really fucking cool. Um, so we went to Bastion, and it's like a warehouse as well. It's in the brewery. It's in the mm-hmm. I forget the name of the neighborhood, but it's in an area where the breweries and factories are. So literally, when you pull up, it's like there's a roller door that's gone up, and that's where you enter in from. Yeah, I think the area is like West, uh, West. It's not Westwood. I keep saying Westwood. It's like Wedgewood or something. That sounds like familiar, Wedgewood, actually. Wedgewood, Houston. 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 <laughs> I know. That sounds it's familiar. In New York, I now say Houston instead of Houston. So if you're a big beer drinker, we would recommend that you go there. They had games. One that I think was rigged, and then they had some computer games, too. Mm-hmm. But the vibe in the bar section was super chill, super fun. I think with a group of friends, it'd be awesome. They also had a fancy restaurant that we didn't particularly want to visit because just the menu wasn't up to, it was a little bougie and nothing on the menu appeared, appealed to us, but also only a 24 seat restaurant. Right. So super small. But as far as if you're a beer drinker, 100% would recommend because the beers available there were awesome. And the whole area around there was all breweries and things. So that Mm -hmm. was pretty cool. Um, and then where do we end up? Oh, the locust dilemma. So then it was Fucking dinner. Locust. It's Sunday. We needed to eat. So we are like, we asked um, one of the, the servers. server at Bastion. Yeah, what he suggested. Um, he was like, just eat here. Just eat here. Really which nah. I was like, we, we could eat here, but we don't want that. Um, so we, so he suggested something else um, where someone, um, Joelle. Had also said this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a dumpling place called Locust. Yes. Um, and Joelle did tell us to make reservations. I just neglected to remember that part of the recommendation. I just didn't think that you would need a... Re- well, A, it wasn't the plot of our story. Right, exactly. Right. And the irony is, so we Googled 
Locust when the second server recommended it. So I really liked it when recommendations came up more than once. I mm. was like, oh, this says something if yeah. it's been recommended by a local more than once. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, we should, you know, this would be cool. We looked it up. They were closing in an hour. Adam's like, do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah. So we just dropped everything and beeline straight for Locust. <laughs> everything's a 10 minute drive. So right. So how hard could it be? So we get there and we can't get in because reservation only, mm -hmm. which we were a little bit sour about. But then we realized they only have a limited menu. And again, Roz is a fussy eater because she doesn't eat everything. Mm -hmm. So it actually probably was a blessing in disguise that we didn't go into Locust. But right. from all accounts from the locals, the locals love Locust. Yes. And that is back in 12 South. So we literally left 12 South to go find Bastian or Bastian, yeah. the brewery. And then we literally came back to 12 South mm -hmm. to go to the restaurant Locust that Adam and I had walked past, what, two or three times that day and not even noticed. Yeah. It was one of the... <laughs> they need better advertising. <laughs> they better need, street. Yeah, it was just like a little window. We had no idea what it was. Um, so in hindsight, yeah, we could have maybe planned that day better, but that's not the point of the trip, was it? The point of the trip was right. that it was just recommendations and we just kind of like, it's like a trail of choose your own adventure. So... And that was pretty much it. We um we then went back to the room. Mm -hmm. Um, I needed to work. I, we had to go back to <laughs> real life. <laughs> so the next morning. No, there was the Uber order. I mean, we the, skipped dinner. That was just dinner, though. Yeah, I know, but like, okay, so is it newsworthy? Is it, well, I think I'm it gonna needs say to it's be, not newsworthy. I'm gonna say that we did order Uber Eats. We ordered Uber Eats and we took recommendations from people's ratings on the on the restaurants, and we ordered. And the Chinese was great. <laughs> I'm gonna say that didn't happen. I literally went down Uber Eats and was like, "What cuisine do you want? Let's just order." But so, you picked it. You said this place has a four and a half star rating, and it was four point eight. Four point eight. Okay, so we did take a recommendation. It was actually from really the good. It was very it good. It was really good. It was very good. But so, that doesn't mean that the order, the rating came from locals, by the way. It could have been just like us, because I rated it five stars. Fine. Yeah. Well, we broke the rules one time. Okay, so that was pretty much the end of... I think because after the whole reservation thing, and we we asked the chick at Lucas, like, where would you suggest? And she was literally like, anywhere at this time is going to be reservation only, that I was just like, I'm over it. Yeah, just fuck like, it. Yeah. We were tired again, not being able to peak with drinking. Like, I'm, I'm not a big drinker anymore, but I do know that if I'm going to drink, at a certain point, you have to raise the energy levels. Otherwise, you just kind of, like, fall mm -hmm. and get tired. Mm -hmm. um, so we just went back, and we relaxed, and it was fine. We ordered Chinese, and it was great. And then the next day, we went to the other recommendation for breakfast that our Airbnb host gave called Sky Blue Cafe, mm -hmm. and we were both really not happy. I Both of us felt really, like, bleh it afterwards. Was, it was, like, it was... Super greasy, super cheesy, super oily, super eggy. I mean, it was everything I hated in breakfast. And then, thankfully, they had a menu that was lunch menu. So they had all-day menu, which I'm very grateful for. And I ordered a sandwich, but there was, like, two inches of butter between the cheese it was just a lot and then we had to fly so i don't know if anybody else gets anxious on flying days i mean we all know i'm a terrible flyer mm -hmm. but like add to that just airport stress and just travel stress and now i feel gr gross in my stomach because i've just eaten something that wasn't like my favorite thing in the world mm -hmm. so yeah um went to the airport and then that's that that's that and then so we flew southwest from New York to, sorry, 
We flew southwest from Nashes, Nashville to New York, mm-hmm. LaGuardia. And we had checked in on time to get ourselves a coveted A position. <laughs> yes. We were in the late authorities. Yeah, our Melbourne people aren't going to know what yeah. that means. Yeah, for people who don't know for Southwest, is they don't do pre-allocated seating. So Mm-mm. it's first in best dressed, which I think the Americans like to say... Um, Billy Bird eats the worm? Or like you snooze, you lose. You snooze, <laughs> you lose. So All of those got, expressions. One. Um, it'll come to me. I don't know it. It's but in when you work it out. But yeah. the thing with Southwest is when it came out, it was a bit of a... When, when Southwest started, it was a bit of a shant, like a, a shock to the system. But now... Basically, you check in 24 hours in advance, and provided you check in at 24 hours, you're pretty much going to get an A or a B. There are A, B, and C, 1 through 60, right? That's how the numbering goes. Adam and I, neither of us hold status with Southwest. Neither of us are premium flyers with Southwest. We checked in at the 24 hours to the second, and we were A54 and A60. Barely yes. made it in the A's. So even if you have status with Southwest, it doesn't matter. You pay for early bird yes, check-in. Yes, you add that in when you like buy your flight if you want early bird check-in to get an A. Yes. So like what it means is that like it's first come, first serve. First that's come, first that's serve. what yeah. Americans say. Um, and it's open seating, so wherever you board, you can take a seat anywhere, mm-hmm. whether it's in the back, window, aisle, it doesn't matter. Anywhere, it so, doesn't matter. It's literally just whatever's available. So I was 54 and Adam was 60. Adam likes the window. Me, because I drag myself on the plane, doesn't really fucking matter where I sit. Right. So we were texting, like literally like five people separating us from the line. And I say to Adam, what if I sit in the middle instead of... So my plan was to sit in the aisle and hope that nobody takes the window by right. the time Adam gets to me. Because he was only six people behind me. Like, how the hell, how could that happen? I can mean mug six people behind me. It's fine. You know, I can take my time and just be really inconvenient. Yes. And then I'm like, what if, what if I take the middle seat instead? Crazy. Lunacy. Throw the system off. <laughs> right? Who's going to want to sit next to the idiot who's in the A's on Southwest and picks the middle seat, mm-hmm. right? What a way to go. So I did it. I mean, it worked, but also, really, Adam was only six people behind me, so we don't know how well it worked. But I encourage <laughs> anybody else who is flying with their friends to try this Southwest social experiment and see what happens. Sit in the middle. Because we ended up having no one between us. You sat in the window. I yep. sat in the aisle. Perfect. And we, we were flying out of Nashville and there was a storm coming in San Diego so I was already like freaking out I took so much Xanax and I still was awake the whole flight anxious there was tears behind my sunglasses I was so scared we landed everything was fine there was actually no problem on the plane at all like not even really any turbulence <laughs> there was I, at the start there was a little Probably bit the first it was the takeoff minutes. I don't know if anybody's ever taken off before on a plane where the plane feels like it's swaying side to side on the ground mm-hmm. it felt like really windy and it was just kind of like shaking the tips but anyway we got up there everything was fine but the point of this story is is that we recommend other people try the southwest social experiment i'm coining that as what we're going to call it and let us know the sse all right well that and that's that's a wrap that's That's a wrap that was nashville ask a local i would do it again i would do it again but i think i would be more 
mentally prepared to have to like drink. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I think would... that's what locals do. Right. I mean, honestly, if somebody in San Diego said to me, "What would you do?" I would start lifting, listing off bars as well. Mm-hmm. What would you list off? Uh, well, New York's a little bit different, but mm-hmm. yes, yeah, still bars. <laughs> right. Like it, it is what it is. So. Maybe I didn't really think about that in hindsight, but I'm glad somebody recommended something outdoorsy. I'm glad that we didn't have to go downtown, and I'm glad I didn't have to listen to country music. I'm sorry, anybody who loves that genre, but it's just not All for winning. me. All winning. It's just not for me. And none of the locals go downtown, so that tells you a lot. So if you're in yes. Nashville for live music, you know, definitely there are live music venues even outside of downtown, but downtown the locals won't go near it with a 10-foot pole. Unless, and then the Chopper Tiki Bar guy had actually said he only goes there when he has tourists in town to show them around. Right. So you're Which, not, like, happens. Right. I mean, even in Melbourne, you go to the Rialto, the Eureka Sky Deck, the Casino, Waterfront, like, the Great Ocean Road. You know, you do certain mm-hmm. things for your tourists. But I had fun. It was awesome to, like, travel with Adam again. Yeah, seven years. Seven years. Yeah, we, we worked it out. It was 2014 was the last time we saw each other. Or 2000, yeah, 2015. It was something, it was Whatever Australia Day. In Australia, it was Australia, basically. <laughs> and now he's stuck with me for the rest of the week. So we will release this ASAP. But if anybody wants to reach out in the meantime, please do. You know where to find us. We're not going to keep giving you our shit. You know where to find us. <laughs> they do. This is going to be released on, on Instagram. Mates.rates.podcast. And that's it. That's so we'll leave you at that until next time. Um, no COVID updates because... Uh, we don't even know what's... We're on vacation. We're on mode. vacation, so we You're haven't been reading the news. You're lucky we even got that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're on vacation mode, so peace out. Bye.